Hi, I'm Justine Elliott, creator and host of What The Am I Doing? and Other Questions, a podcast for therapists. Join me weekly with special guests as we chat about the ins and outs of therapy practice. Remember to follow us on Instagram at What The Am I Doing Podcast and subscribe to get notified of all of our future episodes. Okay, welcome back everybody for our second episode of What The Am I Doing? And other questions, I'm your host, Justine. And I've got a special guest uh, with me today that was in our first episode. (laughs) (laughs) And we have Gina Beretta back. Hi, Gina. Hello. Hi, welcome back to uh, another episode of this podcast. Yes, thanks for having me again. Of course, of course. So Gina is a registered provisional psychologist and she is the director of people and culture at the Grief and Trauma Healing Center. And today's subject is all about workplace culture. So I'm actually really excited to have you back and and hear your perspective on this. Um, But for our listeners, Gina, how did you you know, get interested in workplace culture and and get this role as the director of people and culture? Yeah, well, I've been with the Grief and Trauma Healing Center from the very beginning, and actually the founder and CEO from the beginning of the Grief and Trauma Healing Center being born, she has always fostered and created such a safe and supportive work environment. And many years down the road now, she is graciously given me the opportunity to take on the position of continuing to foster that safe and supportive environment here at the Grief and Trauma Healing Center. So that is how I got this role was to be a continuation of what she's already started. Um, And then also my personal experience with being a part of some really challenging um, workplaces Mm -hmm. uh, really kind of guided my passion to be in this role. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I can say as someone who works there, I think you and Ashley do such an amazing job at creating this environment where everybody feels so welcome. You know, I I think clients feel that, but, you know, as a professional, you walk in, you feel so welcomed and it's a, it's a wonderful place where, you know, you feel so fully supported as a therapist. Yeah. It's lovely. Yeah. Yeah. So let's dive into the topic and, and really, I think a lot of people hear about workplace culture, or sometimes that's kind of a word that, that they hear, but tell our listeners, what does that actually mean when we're talking about workplace culture? Yeah, so it's a really big topic. Um, I kind of want to sum it up into a few key points here for everyone. Mm -hmm. Um, So kind of when looking for a workplace culture that you want to be a part of, you really want to be looking for shared values amongst team members. So Mm. That's, yeah, part of what makes good culture is that everyone on the team, um, regardless of the position you're you're in, um, really shares similar values um, and also similar belief systems. Mm. So this is really important. Um, And then it's also important that your team and the workplace that you're at is really aligned with a purpose. So Mm. I know even at the Grief and Trauma Healing Center, it's partly in the name, but very much all the therapists and the team members, including in men, have a passion for 
serving the community and supporting people through grief and trauma and that's something that binds us together and is our shared purpose so this Mm. aligns with everyone on the team and is important and then also when we're looking at workplace culture we really want there to be a place that everyone feels safe and supported to be authentically themselves and genuine and just have that opportunity to be themselves right and to feel safe yeah so yeah yeah well I think it's such an important uh you know thing to be aware of and especially for therapists I I think a lot of times workplace culture might be talked about at you know maybe kind of higher level management and you know in big corporations but you know I think it's something that happens in all workplaces Mm -hmm. and you can definitely feel the difference you know when you're in a company or or you know in a job that promotes this and and promotes these you know aligned beliefs and values and um, supporting of each other. Absolutely. I mean, we like the Grief and Trauma Healing Center where you and I work. It is a private practice, and mm. and we're all contractors. So ultimately, what that looks like is we're showing up for clients. We're not working right. together as a unified team or with each other. Right. Um, and so, even given that context, um, workplace culture is actually still so so important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So why, why is it so important? Because I think, you know, when you put it in that context, I mean, some people might think, who cares, right? You come up, you do your client work, you're gone. Like, why would I even care about, you know, a coworker or somebody else in that office space? So why do you think workplace culture is so important for therapists? Yeah, I think on the outside, even just like you said, it's easy to say we show up for our client and leave, Mm. but that's not really how it is. Um, Right. Especially in what we do in grief Mm. and trauma, we have some like heavy caseloads and heavy stories that we hear and we don't just listen and leave. Right. Um, There's many times that you and I have connected Mm. outside of session or we have a session and it's like oh my gosh I need to debrief and I need support through this right and I think that's just yeah a really important thing to consider is that even though we are showing up for direct client work you still need that opportunity to connect with team members after to debrief and to feel safe supported without judgment through that whole debrief right yeah yeah and I think that's that's interesting that you say that because I think, you know, there is a tendency or or even when you look at private practice or or different, you know, workplaces in general for therapists is that it's a lot of independent work, mm-hmm. but there's something so, so important about feeling supported and, and having people there to debrief or talk to about hard cases or even just connecting with other people, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think the pandemic really taught us that you know, we all need connection throughout the day. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. And if, I feel like if we don't have that safe and supportive environment, if we don't Mm. have that connection, what it can lead to is increase in isolation, not feeling like we have support, which can then lead to compassion fatigue or burnout. Mm. And now as therapists, we're not able to show up as our best selves with our clients um, because we're are burnt out right um and that can be a challenge yeah for sure yeah mm. yeah yeah I think when we we get told or, or we hear a lot of hard stories 
sometimes we need that moment with another therapist to debrief or even just like ask questions about like what would they do or how would they approach this and you know having a culture that promotes that is is so important absolutely and I think those moments that you're talking about where we are able to connect are all fostered because of our workplace culture and because Mm. of our values so for example um at the Grief and Trauma Healing Center, we have six core values that we follow right. for our clients, but it's also for each other. So mm. some of those are nurturing growth, choosing love, inspiring belonging, giving generously. Mm. And so all of our therapists have those and believe in those values at the core, which then allows for space to connect. Um, right. If we didn't have those values, um, then maybe we wouldn't want to be offering space for people to debrief or space for people to talk about challenges in their personal lives it's Mm. all about those values that align Mm -hmm. us all together yeah that keep it yeah safe and supportive yeah well and I think there's a piece there of you know having everyone be aware of those values and 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 kind of embodying them but it also even starts from right when you hire people you know you can use those values to hire people who are actually going to align with that. And then you just are naturally kind of building, you know, the culture already has people like that in there. Absolutely. I mean, I do the, I am part of the hiring process. Mm. And that is one of the main things that I really look for is, is this person who's applying to our team aligning with our purpose, our mission, our values? Because if they do, just going to create positive workplace and we're all going to be able to connect and it will just be beautiful. Yeah. 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 Well, and you know, I know we've mentioned before that, I mean, you know, both mean you feel that at at our workplace right now, but you know, has there been some times for you where it hasn't been a positive work culture and and how has that impacted you individually? Absolutely. Um, Yeah. I've been a part of some work cultures that have been unsupported Mm. or unsupportive I should say Mm. um and a lot of things that were really complicated but I remember always feeling scared to go to work or feeling like I was walking on eggshells or Mm. feeling like I couldn't show up as my authentic self or really leaning into people pleasing tendencies to feel like I needed to belong and um I remember feeling so isolated and scared and honestly hated going to work right because it was so I couldn't be me and it sucked and so yeah it becomes a really isolating and um, challenging experience to navigate so yeah 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 you know I think you know a lot of times you know we don't really think about workplace culture especially as therapists I think we come out of grad school and we're we're just trying to find a job, (laughs) you know, or we need hours. So we just jump into like the first thing or or we don't know anything about, um, the importance about, you know, workplace culture. But I think, you know, all the things you mentioned about how you felt is, is so important because I think of just how that turns into this massive stressor. I mean, Mm -hmm. how many hours in a week do we spend working and, you know, how many times do we come home and bring that work home you know, with us when we're stressed out or we feel intimidated by our workplace. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And it can become 
being a therapist in itself can be stressful yes. and new and unfamiliar. And then on top to not have a place that we feel mm. supported or guided or an opportunity to nurture our growth, that in itself can oh. be another stress. And it yeah. just, yeah, it does not feel good. Yeah. So. Well, it makes me think of just like, you know, what I, what I think about with clients. I mean, you know, if I'm in a workplace where it doesn't nurture my growth, I'm walking on eggshells, I'm super anxious or I despise going there. That's not going to help me with even my mental health. Like I'm not, I'm not going to feel good going there and I'm not going to have good mental health by putting myself in an environment like that. And it's so contradictory to, you know, what we talk about with our clients, which is, you know, how do we nurture them or how do we support them in growing and learning new skills and we're in an environment that does not do that for us yeah I would um strongly say Mm. that workplace culture can really determine how we are as therapists right it can impact us for the better or for the worse yeah because if we are feeling supported and we're happy to go to work, I know when we show up, we're giggling, we're happy, mm. we're connecting before. It kind of like boosts our energy right. before we get into session. Um, mm. If you're showing up and you feel like you have to hide from people or close the door or isolate, mm. and now you're showing up to session, it's it's a whole lot of a different vibe. Yes. And um, yeah, I'd say your workplace culture is so important for your... For being a therapist. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I think that, like you said, it it, it gives off this vibe. And I, I honestly think clients pick up on it. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe they can't pinpoint where it's coming from. But, you know, if everybody's in their office doors with their doors shut or, you know, they're they're not talking to each other or there isn't like even like hearing laughter oh, in a place is so like good. uplifting or or, you know, there's a sense that people are connected there. I think there's something so key to the client's experience when they come into a space like that. Absolutely. And I'm obvi- I'm obviously bringing this back to our workplace. Yeah. But specializing in grief and trauma, like these right. are heavy topics. Mm. And for our clients to come into a workplace where they are hearing laughter and yes. they're seeing therapists interact, that sets such positive examples for the clients too. Mm. And in the midst of like, their darkest days and times that they're navigating to just see a little Mm. glimmer of laughter of people connecting can also be so important yeah so yeah yeah it does make a difference totally yeah 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 we're dealing with people who are in their darkest moments and and sometimes their life is void of laughter yeah and just to hear it a little bit in the background is like oh that's a small moment of joy yeah that feels good yes yeah Okay, so, you know, obviously this is so important for therapists to consider and, and you know, there's so many reasons I, I think we could spend like hours talking about why, mm-hmm. you know, but I want to direct us to, you know, a couple of things. What do we, what do we want to look for in a workplace as a therapist and some really practical tools of like, how do you do that from like interview to even like your current workplace? So let's start with you know, what, what do people need to be looking for, especially therapists in, in workplace culture? Yeah, I think this is going to be unique to every therapist because Mm. we are are all unique beings. So the question that I would propose you ask yourself is what do I need to feel supported and what do I need to nurture my growth? So that's going to look different for everyone. Some people 
might want alone time or space mm. to be able to, I don't know, meditate before session. Yeah. Yeah. Or some people might want to an opportunity to connect with many people on their team, mm. to have lots of opportunity for consultation. Right. Um, whatever it is, it's, mm. it could be so different for everyone. So really asking yourself, like, what do I need to feel supported mm-hmm. and how can I nurture my growth or what do I need mm. yeah. to feel like I can nurture my growth? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of the key point of, of reflecting on your needs. And, and I think that can be something even before you get into workplaces as a therapist is, is asking yourself that. You know, because I think there's a tendency, like I said, to maybe jump into work environments or jump into the job that's available. Um, but we really have to reflect on, you know, what what do we need to be successful? Yeah, and I think a personal example for myself mm. is I needed a workplace that I could show up as authentically me because mm. I didn't want to leave my life at the door. I wanted right. to bring my whole self into the workplace Um, and so I wanted a place that I could be authentic. So, um, that was extremely important to me. And I think when looking for a job and navigating the interview process with potential sites that you could be working at, I would even recommend like using the interview as an opportunity to communicate those needs. Mm. I know oftentimes at the end of interviews, the people will say, do you have any questions for us? And it's like, Yes, actually, I do. <laughs> um, I need a place that I feel yes. safe, that I can show up as authentically me. Is this something that I can expect from mm. this workplace? Yeah. And, oh, I love that. Yeah. And if they're like, I don't know, then, <laughs> then it's kind of like, okay, is this going to be good for me? Am I going to be able to flourish as a therapist? Right. Am I going to be able to feel safe here? Yes. So that's really important. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's a great opportunity. You know, I I almost imagine interviews are not only them interviewing you, but you interviewing them. Mm -hmm. Um, And I know they're short. Like you typically get maybe like 30 minutes, an hour with, you know, the manager or, you know, someone who's the head of department. But I think you can get a lot of information, even in how they respond. You know, I think if you are saying that, like, hey, I really need to be my authentic self. I I like to bring my personal life or I, I don't. I don't want this massive separation between work and, and personal. And, you know, even if they are like, oh, that's fine, they might seem uncomfortable or you might get the vibe that it's it's actually not something that's typical in that space. Absolutely. And that's when you'll know. And I think yeah. this goes back to the whole question at the beginning of this um, interview is, what is workplace culture? And mm. to really lean into that, it's that shared values amongst teammates that shared belief system that shared purpose Mm. so wherever you're interviewing whatever workplace you're you're looking to start at it's like do I align with this these values do these values align with me Um, because if they do it's just it's going to be a no-brainer yeah you'll be it'll be perfect yeah yeah well you know and I almost imagine that and and one of one of the best tips I got when I was like you know writing cover letters or applying for jobs is always to look at, you know, the company's website, you know, mm-hmm. scan their website. And I think that's a great opportunity for you to kind of have a critical eye of, do they have any values mm-hmm. listed? Do they have a mission statement? Do they have anything that describes how their workplace culture um, is done? Because I think sometimes with certain websites or, or certain companies, they might not even think to, to do this. And I think that's where you, as the therapist coming in, can go, okay, they haven't even considered this. And 
what does that mean for my experience with this company if I if I join them? Totally. My experience as for with the company, but also how is that gonna impact me as a therapist? Right. right? This it all aligns yeah. so much. Yeah. Um I know that our mission at the Grief and Trauma Healing Center mm-hmm. is we're stewards who are gently guiding um, and journeying with people on the pathway to healing one broken heart at a time. Right. And that just aligns with me as mm. a therapist so much, um, wanting to really help people on their journey of healing one broken heart at a time. Yeah. And the gentleness and slow pace that that really offers aligns with me, mm. right? Which mm-hmm. is like, awesome. I want to yes. work there. Yeah. <laughs> Totally. That's perfect for me. Yeah. So, yeah, Yeah. I think looking at all of that's so critical. Yeah. Well, and even from that statement, I think you can get a sense of who is or or what type of therapists are are being at this company or going there. And, And I've seen it actually in different companies where they might have a mission statement that's like, we're here to be the experts, you know, for clients or whatever it is, right? And I think it kind of goes back even to, uh, you know, even our orientation or, or how we operate as a therapist mm-hmm. of, you know, that statement. I think obviously we both work there, so it aligns mm-hmm. with both of us. But, you know, I think that really aligns with my orientation of I'm person-centered. I put my client first. They're leading this process. I'm journaling on side of them, not leading them, right? Absolutely. Yeah. That could be even a good little tool or nugget to be like, what is my theoretical orientation? Yeah. And how can that transfer to workplace culture? Yes. And it goes back to that that whole question that you asked me of like, how do we look for workplace culture? And mm-hmm. it's not black and white. It's all about it's all about you and what mm. you feel like you really need. Right. Um, to feel like you can be your true self or whatever that looks like. Yeah. 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 So I think there's a, you know, a, a key here of, of reflecting on your needs and identifying them. And, you know, I know it comes down to even like, you know, orientation or, or do I need to be authentic? But I also think there's practical things like, you know, when I started looking for jobs as, you know, coming out of grad school is I had to complete so many hours for registration. So mm-hmm. one of the things that came really important for me was I actually found a workplace where my the person who employed me could also supervise me Mm -hmm. and that worked out great for me Mm -hmm. in terms of just having that already built in and and already be you know collecting those hours right off the bat Mm -hmm. yeah yeah I would invite you to of course like we talked about looking at the values and mission but also Mm. what what other little pieces the company has to offer and if that meets the needs that you're looking for Mm -hmm. um yeah, yeah spot on yeah and I think there's something good about asking for it like you said like communicating these are my needs or even just asking like do you offer supervision do you offer this um because I think sometimes workplaces don't I think there's this weird kind of like power dynamic that can mm-hmm. happen where it's like I'm going to employ you I'm going to interview you you don't have any kind of say at times or or there doesn't seem to be a lot of back and forth compromising mm-hmm. and I think sometimes there's, you know, you can figure out the culture mm-hmm. of, you know, workplace. If you say to them, do you offer this? And you can see how they respond. And, you know, they might not be able to offer that at that time, but, you know, maybe they can support you in other ways to meet those needs. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, which creates another question to ask yourself. What do I need to flourish? Right. Do I need that supervision? Do I need yeah. a place that I'm going to be able to like 
get a ton of hours. Um, mm. Yeah. Do they do like debriefs? Do they do team connection events? Like right. what, what is this about this company that's really going to help me flourish? Yeah. And, and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, I think there is a, a, you know, a need to think about that. And from a perspective of um, kind of the longevity of, of your career, because I think therapy is a kind of high risk job, mm-hmm. you know, a high risk mm-hmm. emotional and mental strain on you as a therapist. And, um, you know, I know for me, sometimes it was even looking at, a, you know, thinking forward in, in terms of where I'd want to be. So I might stay at a place or a workplace for a year or two years, knowing that, you know, in two years time, I'm going to, I'm going to find a different workplace, or I'm going to find this in a, in a certain environment. Um, because we're not always going to be able to like jump into like the most magical workplace on earth or, you know, it's, it doesn't always work that way in terms of even, you know, if we're coming to grad school and we're, we have no money or something, Mm -hmm. right. You know, Mm -hmm. we often do need a job. Um, and I think that's where we can even figure it out along the way. Right. Totally. Yeah. I mean, yes, we would all love the best workplaces <laughs> at the beginning. Yes. Um, I guess one little tip tool that I could offer is um, what is like my flexible areas and non-flexible mm. areas when looking for a workplace? Like what is like my, what I absolutely need right. and where can I be a little flexible? Yeah. And um, that's, yeah, really important. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Yeah, because then it leaves some gray area for, yeah, this place has this, which is my mm. absolute non-flexible. This is what I need, but it could there could be some work in some other areas. But right. I'm okay with that because my core need is met. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And either I find it in a different place, or maybe I grow with that company mm-hmm. to have that incorporated in some some form. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's oh. a work in progress. It is <laughs> work culture. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And I, you know, I think that's, that's important because I think, you know, companies grow and change over time Mm -hmm. and and they're not always going to have everything figured out right away. And, um, we can allow space for that to a certain extent. Mm -hmm. Right. And, and it's okay to get into a workplace that might grow into something else. Um, it's kind of that compromise, but I think there is a need to have certain boundaries or non-negotiables in place that that reflect what we really really need absolutely yeah yeah so important all right so we end all of our podcasts our episodes on the big question the the you know what is your advice for therapists of the world so What's your advice for people in terms of workplace culture? Yeah, I think very clear it's that workplace matters Mm. and that workplace does impact you as a therapist. It's going to impact your growth. It's going to impact how you show up for clients. Um, So it's just very important to consider workplace. Yeah. 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 Thank you, Gina. All right. Well, thank you to all of our listeners for logging on for episode two. And and thank you, Gina, for, you know, volunteering to do another episode with me. I I really appreciate it. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Remember to follow us on Instagram at what the am I doing podcast and subscribe for all of our future episodes. 